guys. Happy Tuesday. I am so happy you're here. Welcome back to the show. And if you are finding value in this podcast, please share it, subscribe. And if you even feel led, go ahead and leave me a five-star review on Apple because this will help other women just like you to find the show. Okay, today we are talking about seven ways to support your liver with detoxing. So you might wanna grab your notebook because you are probably going to wanna take some notes. There are seven things that I'm going to go over that will help support your liver while you are detoxing. So grab a pen, a notebook, and some herbal tea, and let's get to it. Okay, so seven ways to support your liver with detoxing. It's super important that we support our liver because our liver, I mean, it just takes all the brunt, right? The burden. It just really takes all the the ugly and it just keeps on trucking and it just keeps on supporting us and doing what it needs to do. And I think oftentimes we abuse it, right? We abuse our liver and we just don't treat it very great with all the pain medications, antibiotics, the things that we drink, the things that we eat, you know, it's just not necessarily supporting our liver. So oftentimes we want to do these mini cleanses or these mini detoxes. And that's good for the whole body, of course. But while you're also doing that, you're really supporting your liver. So if if this is something that is interesting to you and you are thinking with spring, right around the corner that you want to do a spring detox, then here are some ways that you can really pretty easily support your liver. Because honestly, guys, these are some things that we should be a little mindful of most of the time anyway. So number one is eat leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables. Because those leafy greens that really helps in the detoxification phase of your liver and the cruciferous vegetables specifically really contain powerful antioxidants that help protect the liver from free radicals and things while supporting that methylation of the liver to help remove the toxins. So that's a really great way in helping to aid that detoxification process that the liver can naturally go through. We're just supporting it by increasing the amount of vegetables that we're eating and focusing on variety between the leafy greens and the cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. Those are all really good. And of course, you need to know your body. And if you have some reactions for whatever reason, gut health or thyroid or whatever, then you want to be careful. You want to cook your cruciferous vegetables instead of eating them raw. But these are just general suggestions here. So you know your body, go with what you know you can eat. But those leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables are really good. And really maybe having a green at every meal. And okay, that might sound crazy. Why do you want greens for breakfast? But you could easily saute some spinach and mushrooms with your eggs in the morning or your sweet potatoes and some kale or something or throw some greens into a smoothie. So there are ways that you can squeeze in greens at every meal and this will really help to support your liver. The second thing is cut out the alcohol. I mean, you know it's not the best for you. I know it's not the best for me, but really when we truly take a break from drinking it, it really greatly supports the liver. 
Because alcohol itself puts just unnecessary stress on the liver, right? It's a burden. It burdens the liver. It's honestly, it's a toxin all on its own. So when we take a break, whether you do a dry month, like a lot of people do dry January. That's what my husband and I did. We did a dry January and we don't even drink that much. But just having that focus, knowing that, okay, we are just not, it's not even a question. It's just not happening for the whole month. It just really helps your liver to just kind of relax a little bit and it doesn't put that unnecessary stress on the liver. Number three is avoid pesticides. Even if it's only for the time period that you are choosing to support your liver, I strongly encourage you to buy organic. And I know that that can be a little bit pricier, depending, but it really does support your liver and your body in general because you're going to get the healthy benefits of those nutrients, but you're also going to reduce your contact to the pesticides that are just so harmful. I mean, glyphosate, for example, that is sprayed on crops right up until harvest time, like right up to the last minute. And that greatly affects the liver's ability to process the toxins. And it's really, really harmful. And it's been in the news. There's been lawsuits. You know, it's just Monsanto and Roundup and Bayer and all of that. And so I know you know all this. But oftentimes we don't truly think about it when it comes to our food. So really try to avoid those pesticides. And I will tell you that organic prices are coming down or maybe it's just the fact that the prices of food in general are going up but it's seeming to be a little bit more affordable for certain fruits and vegetables certain organic items that it's worth it you know to spend I think I spend 20 cents more for organic green onions than I do for regular green onions so that to me is not an issue at all and it's a really great way to cut out those pesticides. And by the way, I still do wash all my fruits and vegetables that I buy that are organic. I just don't feel like I have to do that white vinegar and water bath. So I am more comfortable with buying organic. And then number four, you wanna cut the sugar. I mean, you know sugar isn't good for you. Sugar isn't just bad for your waistline, right? I mean, it really wreaks havoc on your liver. Did you know that we have more non-alcoholic fatty liver disease now and that it's affecting our kids? There are more kids being diagnosed with adult diseases and it shouldn't be this way. It absolutely should not be this way. And if kids are being diagnosed at 12 years old of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, where is this coming from? Well, it's the sugar. I mean, there are over 30% of Americans now that suffer from non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So one thing I want to be very clear on, stop eating or drinking drinks with high fructose corn syrup. Get that out of your pantry. Get it out of your refrigerator and stop buying it. Check your ingredients and don't buy anything with this in it. It's also in barbecue sauce some syrups, some ketchup, some condiments. So really check, read the label and anything with high fructose corn syrup, get it out because fructose is processed in your liver. So if you have an excess of fructose, well, that's going to lead to an excess of 
fat in your liver, right? So excess fructose equals excess fat in the liver. So just be really, really mindful of that. And then number five, eat more fiber because fiber is really cool. It not only does it help us feel full and it helps us with digestion, but it kind of acts as sort of a, like a little sponge. It like soaks up all the toxins that are in your GI tract and it helps to like get rid of it. Like we're flushing that out. Every time we're having a bowel movement, we are flushing those toxins out. And that's really why we also want to be having a bowel movement at least every day, once a day at least. So fiber also will slow down the absorption and the digestion of sugar found in like simple carbs. So you want to look for a really good amount of fiber on the label. Now again, gut issues, if you struggle with that, you don't wanna have too much fiber. So you need to know yourself and you need to be learning these things about yourself, but you also want to be looking for fiber on the label. If it doesn't have fiber in it, but it has sugar, probably not the best option for you. So those leafy greens, those fruits and vegetables, that's gonna have natural fiber in there. And so that's a good option too. And the number six, start sweating. Movement is so good for the liver as sweating, the act of sweating helps with getting rid of toxins in your body because our skin is our largest organ. So if we're sweating, then we're releasing all of those toxins. Some people really don't like to sweat, but if you understand the reason behind it, don't forget our bodies were brilliantly made. We were fearfully and wonderfully made and our creator did not make any mistakes. So there's a reason why we are supposed to sweat. Some people will do that surgery that cuts their sweat glands and so that they don't sweat. And I can only imagine what that's doing to the rest of their body. Where are all those toxins going? So just something to think about, like movement is so good and it really reduces the toxic burden on your body, but you want to do something that feels good and is fun, right? You don't want to just feel like it's a chore, but don't be afraid of sweating. It's really, really benefiting your body, benefiting your liver as well. And then the last one, number seven, which probably should have been number one, But drink water. Water flushes out the impurities and it greatly supports the liver and the kidneys to help you detoxify. And I've talked about water so much, but you really want to be drinking half your body weight in ounces at least because if you're not drinking enough water, then toxins are just being stored in your body. No, thank you. I do not want to have any part of that. So drinking a lot of water helps to keep everything flushed. You're not only supporting your liver, but you're supporting your kidneys. You're helping your organs to just detoxify. And a lot of people that struggle with kidney stones and UTIs and and other issues like that, they really just don't drink enough water. And they might be drinking more sugary drinks. So they feel like you're drinking a lot of water because you're saying, well, these drinks are made with water, but it really doesn't equate out that way. If you're having a sugar-filled or caffeine-filled drink, even if it's made with water, that caffeine and that sugar is negating the benefits of the water. So you're still staying dehydrated. You're still putting a toxic burden from the sugar on your body. So drinking water and squeezing fresh lemons helps even better with getting rid of the toxins. 
So those are my seven ways to support your liver with detoxing. Let me just go over them real quick. Number one, eat leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables. Number two, cut the alcohol. Number three, avoid pesticides, even if it's only for a small time, buy organic. And number four, cut the sugar. Number five, eat more fiber. Number six, start sweating. And number seven, drink water. So guys, the liver can recover and regenerate. So give it some much needed love. Give it some much needed support. And that's actually your action step for this week. I want you to choose one thing today out of the list of seven to implement. Just choose one today. Maybe that's water. I'm gonna drink 64 ounces of water and then choose another one tomorrow. And for this month, I want you to aim for doing all seven if you're able to. Because just being having it top of mind, having it at the forefront of your mind, that's really going to give your liver some much needed love, much needed attention and rest really and it will help it to recover and regenerate in an easier way and that just makes us feel better all the way around too okay let's close in prayer dear lord we thank you so much for another day and that you have really just created our bodies so brilliantly and so perfectly and that you did not make even one mistake and so we thank you for our body's ability to repair and recover and and to regenerate lord thank you for our liver and i pray that you would help us to really take this seriously because we need to our body is a temple and we need to treat it as such so lord we thank you for this information and i pray for each woman listening that you will bless her and guide her in jesus name amen all right my friends that's what i have for you today so if you are ready to take back your health and get some much needed support and action steps of what you can do specifically Go ahead and click the link below in the show notes for hopping on an autoimmune assessment call. We can just chat and just see if working together is a good fit. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week, beautiful.